0: My name is Kevin Tony, and this is the Uncommon Sense Podcast. What's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Sense Podcast. Thank you for tapping in. Listen, the circus is still in town. If you look around, you watch the news, you're on social media you can see that um, we're up against it in this country. (laughs) And um, it's just a lot of craziness that's happening. So I want to touch on a a couple of things and kind of share my thoughts on a couple of issues that are really hot right now in our country. These are topics that I haven't spoken on in the past. I've kind of, you know, kind of decided that I would you know, just kind of gradually ease into broaching these subjects, but, you know, I'm feeling like talking about them today, and and so I want to start with this whole concept of body positivity and, you know, fat shaming and, you know, all of these things that we're just not allowed to do in society anymore, and the promotion of these unhealthy lifestyles that have you know historically been looked down upon not for any other reason than you know people want to take care of their health or our bodies you know are should be a priority for us in terms of you know how we care for ourselves and managing you know how we take care of ourselves and so there's this push that's happening in society now and I think a lot of it comes from, um, you know, people in certain industries, namely the fitness industry. I'm going to go ahead and say that they've just, they've given up. And the reason I say that is I read an article, um, it was earlier this year and the article was talking about how, you know, with statistically 70% of people in this country being obese, clinically obese. The fitness industry has decided that they can make more money catering to the 70% that are overweight than they could the 30% that are in, in shape. And so they recognize that there's money to be made, you know, on the fact that people are just unhealthy, you know, 70% is, is a wild number, you know, of 340 million Americans in this country. Plus, you know, 70% of us are clinically obese, clinically overweight. Now, me personally, in my own, you know, own journey at 43, you know, I'm going through all of those issues that everybody that goes through you know when they get to this age men when they get to their 40s and mid 40s I mean listen father time is undefeated and you know I'm I'm at a point now where you know I'm trying to maintain my physical weight and I'm not in a bad shape you know I I, I would classify myself as having a little spare tire that I need to work on and I make the effort to do that you know I cut back on you know, what I eat, I drink water, I try to exercise at least, you know, I'm on a consistent schedule where I'm exercising, you know, three to four times a week, getting in some good workouts to try to keep my weight down and to lose because I don't want to be in that clinically obese category of just being overweight. Uh, One, because it's uncomfortable and two, it's just downright unhealthy. You know, everything that comes with Carrying all of that weight around is bad for your joints, you know, uh, and diabetes and all of that stuff. And that's something that runs in my family. You know, my grandmother was diabetic. She passed away. Both my grandmothers were diabetic. Um, my father's diabetic. My I have a sister that's diabetic. And so those are things that I try to be mindful of when, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about taking care of myself. And I look at this push to cater towards, you know, first of all, we have this 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 mentality in society now where, you know, politically political correctness is just not what it used to be. We can't talk about anything in this society anymore if it's if it's deemed offensive Or if it's, you know, something that could potentially hurt somebody's feelings, it's pretty much an an off-limits topic. And it's this unwritten rule that everybody is supposed to know it. And I don't know how we got, you know, so spineless in America, how we got so thin-skinned that you just can't, there's no such thing as criticism anymore. And it's just this thing now where it's cool to be fat. And a lot of it, you know, I blame Lizzo for. If you never heard of her, she's a she's a music artist, I guess. I've never heard any of her music. Uh, but, you know, she's an overweight music artist. She's fat. And I know it's not popular for me to say that. You know, somebody can say I'm, you know, fat shaming or body shaming. But she is overweight. Extremely overweight. And the the statistic that I heard this week that kind of really jacked me up a little bit is 56.9% of black women in America are obese. And so just say 57% of black women are obese in America. And I'm just like, wow. You know, people have just given up. Like nobody wants to make the effort to try to take care of themselves to cut back on, you know, the food that they like to eat or the, you know, they just, there's no self-control, no discipline that says I can, you know, bring my uh, habits under control or I can, you know, curb the tendencies that I have Like nobody has any accountability to take control of that. And so what, what happens is we acquiesce to, you know, the state of doing nothing and everybody just being okay with it. This whole accept me as I am is something that, you know, became popular when, you know, the gay movement really got popular when it really became like, um, the pub on the public stage, it was a whole, you know, accept me as I am. And that mantra just kind of you know, bled over into so many other things that we deal with in society, you know, in in this culture. And so I had never heard of Lizzo. I didn't know who she was. I found out who she was a couple of years ago when she went viral for twerking at a Lakers game. And I saw the video of her twerking. Again, I didn't know who she was. I just thought it was, you know, the jumbotron had just caught some random person in the crowd and she started twerking. And... I realized after the fact that, you know, oh, she's supposed to be like some celebrity or whatever, but, you know, I had never heard of her. But, you know, she she gets famous, you know, the, the the video goes viral and then you had Dr. Boyce Watkins. So I'll say at that point, here's my thing. This is my theory. At that point, when that video came out, I'm going to say Lizzo was black famous. OK, and what that means is she was famous in the black community. I don't think that the rest of America, by and large, was really checking for her. They might have, you know, a few people might have known who she was outside of the black community, but she was what you call, you know, in our community, she would have been considered a local celebrity. And she got put on the world stage when Dr. Boyce Watkins went on Twitter and talked about how her being overweight is, you know, basically unhealthy and she should be concerned about taking care of her health and losing weight and so on and so forth. Now, Dr. Boyce Watkins is pretty outspoken. If you never heard of him, you know, I encourage you to listen to a lot of his stuff. He's got a lot of great information um, on his platform where he talks about, you know, building wealth, you know, financially. Uh, he's socially conscious about what's happening in America. Um, and He's got some good viewpoints. I agree with a lot of things he says. I disagree with some of the things he says as well, but you know, I'm mature enough to eat the meat and throw away the bones and and really kind of find value in the things he says that I do agree with. And he says a lot that I agree with, you know, where the black community is concerned and the state of the black community. And when he said what he said about Lizzo, I mean, the, the woke mafia came for him. And he was put on display for fat shaming Lizzo. It catapulted her into this, like, spotlight to where, like, well, who is this lady that is being fat shamed that we need to rescue her? And and the next thing you know, she was all over TV. She was making the rounds on these different TV shows and daytime talk shows. You know, she was on The View, I believe, and they talked about how, you know, they celebrated her being overweight and being comfortable, and she had this whole, I love myself, I love my body, I love the skin I'm in. And she basically gave people that were overweight a license to take on that persona and just give up the effort, you know, to say, you know what, I just am the way I am. And if this person can be happy the way they are, then I can too. And it basically gave everybody an out. And I think that is dangerous, uh, you know, especially where, you know, when it comes to self-care and your health when when the lockdowns happened and covid was spreading around you know they kept saying that you know most of the people the numbers i think were in the 70th percentile 70% of the people who were dying with covid they are, the 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 other thing that they had in common is they were all overweight they were all obese and so that played a part in you know how the body reacted or responded to you know, the COVID virus. And there's not been any kind of push on, you know, health and wellness and eating right and working out and being physically fit. There's no conversation about that. You know, there's like we kinda of turned the tables because, you know, in the early two thousands and in, you know, you know, that start, it was like this big fitness wave and everybody wanted to, you know, be in shape and this You know, I got to get in the gym. And it was like this push, man. I remember I was living in Atlanta and going to the gym was like a thing. You know, it was like a badge of honor. It was almost like like if you know anything about being in church, you know, sometimes it's a badge of honor just to say what church you go to. People go to a certain church just so they can tell other people that they go to that church. The gym was the same way. Like, everybody was, oh, what church, oh, what what gym are you affiliated? Oh, I'm at LA Fitness. I'm at Bally's. I'm at, you know, the, that whole kick is what birthed Planet Fitness and how they were, you know, the chains were popping up everywhere. I mean, at one point, there would be, like, two Planet Fitnesses on the same block. I mean, you drive one, go down the street a half mile, there's another one. That's how popular they got. And the push for fitness and being in shape. And we've completely done a 180 from that now, where now that's like, OK, if you're overweight, you got some love handles, you got some extra baggage you're carrying, carrying around. No problem. We're not going to judge you as long as you're happy. You like it. I love it. And that's that. Meanwhile, these people, you know, that are being celebrated publicly, privately, they're suffering in their bodies sickness, you know, uh, disease is is likely the potential for the sickness and disease is, is very high because, you know, they're, they're not as healthy as they could be. They're not in the shape that they could be. You know, our bodies weren't designed, the bones in our bodies, the structural, the anatomical makeup of our physical body was not, we weren't designed to carry all this weight. You know what I mean? So I think it's, it's, you know, like I said, I blame Lizzo, you know, I mean, and she is completely blown up, she got to host Saturday Night Live, you know, she's, she's everywhere, and she got her own TV show, she got a, um, a reality TV show where she's, you know, looking for an entourage of overweight women, you know, to kind of, I guess, go on tour with her, or, you know, be with her, I don't know, I don't know what the show is about, because I'm not interested in knowing what it's about, but, I'm telling you it is it's unbelievable. You know how we just have no concern and how accepting we are of these poor habits uh poor self-care is celebrated. You know um these these shows are glorified. You even have like, you know, fitness magazine and glamour magazine, they're now starting to feature plus-size models for the first time ever this year. Sports Illustrated On the swimsuit edition, they featured a plus-size model because this stuff is being celebrated now. Because it's okay to be lazy and not be motivated to be anything else but just be comfortable in in what you are. Be happy the way you are because it's likely that it's not going to change for you. And it's not true. Nobody talks about having discipline to, you know, get your eating habits under control. There's no push for that. And so we live in a society, it just bleeds into everything, where if you don't accept something, then you're a bad person. That should be silenced. So if you want to fat shame somebody, or if you're not, you know, really uh, subscribing to the whole body positivity thing, then you need to be excised from society. And it's just a wild time that we live in. That brings me to another uh, point that, That uh, I want to talk about that further lets you know that the circus is still in town. I was watching uh, TV the other day and, you know, I I watch my cable through YouTube TV. And YouTube TV started doing this thing a couple of months back that I noticed where when you DVR, when you when you record a show and you go to look at it on your DVR, certain TV shows uh, on certain networks, they will not let you fast forward through the commercials. It'll be one or two ads that they want you to see that the system won't allow you to fast forward. It's usually some drug ad because we're 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 all medicated. We're so overly medicated in this country. It's usually a drug ad or some movie, you know, ad that they want you to, you know, some movie trailer that they they're pushing. And so I'm looking at TV a couple of days ago and it's one of those moments where the DVR won't let me fast forward, and they kept showing a trailer for this movie over and over again. This movie called Bros, starring Billy Eichner. I never heard of Billy Eichner before. Another person I don't know who they are, but he's some gay actor, and this was supposed to be the first gay romantic comedy. So this rom-com movie is being advertised, and I'm looking at the trailer, and I was like, Why do they keep show-? the first time it came on? You know, I was kind of like kind of checked out and when I realized I couldn't fast forward. I really didn't pay attention. But after like the third time that they, you know, forced me to watch this trailer, I kind of looked at it and was like, what is this about? And so when I saw that it was a, a gay comedy, I'm like, wow, like we're there. This is this is it. And so the movie comes out, it absolutely bombs at the box office. And the star of the movie, Billy Eichner, he goes on social media and blames straight people, you know, for its fail at the at the box office. And I'm like, bruh, no, that dog don't hunt here. And I'm looking at it like, so you listen People don't like to talk about the fact that the LGBTQ community, in the words of my man Robinson Blancher, don't forget XYZ, that community makes up three about three, a little bit over three percent of the population. So a little over, let's say three and a half, three point five percent of three hundred and forty million people make up the homosexual community. And to me, by the numbers that the movie posted its first weekend. It was fifth on the box office in grossing films. It was number five. My thing is, like, your own community didn't even go out to see the movie. They didn't want to see it. But you want to blame straight people because the movie failed. And I'm just like, just take the L. You, you put a movie out and nobody liked it. It's nobody's fault. Nobody wants to see it. Men were not going to see it. Women don't want to see it because it's not about them. So that leaves you with, you know, gay men and lesbians, people who are bisexual that might go both ways, might, you know, you can make a case that they might be interested in it. Who knows? But, man, you can't, you know, this this whole notion that if I do something that I think is great and nobody else thinks is great, then everybody else sucks. No. That's a new thing. And this is not that's not how we have a successful society. You know, when the majority speaks and says, you know what, you put something out, we didn't like it. And that's fine. That's just it just is what it is. The people spoke, the money talked, and they didn't want the product that you put out. We didn't want it. And you tried to make it you tried to make us consume the product that you put out. And when we didn't, you got mad at us. It's just the circus is in town. There's no. We don't have any uh, control um, over the outcomes of the things that we do. All we can, you know, if we do something if I do something creatively, you know, like, for instance, when I put the Christmas single out last year, I did that because I wanted to. And I put it out under the the notion that. Hey, some people will like it, some people won't. And I was fine with that. I'm mature enough to understand that it's not for everybody. And I was totally okay with that. But these people who are creative and they make these movies that have this special messaging or this music or they put this stuff out that has this, you know, intended message that they're trying to put across to basically normalize certain things. And then when it's not received, Everybody else is the one that sucks, not me. it's not my no my movie was great. It's straight people who have a problem with homosexuality who are you know homophobes or whatever man <laughs> this is this is the this is the curse of participation trophies that everybody wins and everybody gets a pat on the back, and what everybody does is accept it. You're okay, I'm okay, we're okay, no, no way, Jose it just doesn't i just don't get why I, you know i i really maybe i try to you know sit down and 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 pinpoint at one point in society we got to this place where if you put something out and it's not accepted it's everybody else's fault you know i come from like you know i i have a a, a big circle of friends that are musicians And singers, they're all creative. We're all creative in our own right. And when we do something that's not dope, we tell each other, like, yeah, I wasn't feeling that. You know, that's that's what comes with, you know, the honesty of creativity and being able to take criticism and learn from it. All criticism is constructive if you know how to receive it and interpret it. But now you don't turn around and go on social media and then dog everybody who didn't like your movie. You know, you don't turn around and go on social media and tell people that they're fat shaming when they tell you that you need to lose weight or you need to take care of your health and do, you know, make better choices. It's unbelievable the mentality that we have. And it, it kind of concerns me about, you know, the direction that this country is headed in. So, you know, all I can say is if you are overweight. That's something that you need to get under control. And the people who would tell you that they're saying that because they care about you, it's obvious. If people didn't care, they would just be like, you know what? You want to hiss your body? Hey, do what you want. If you want to eat and eat yourself into a diabetic coma, then by all means, go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. But most people will look at somebody and say, you know what, uh, I'm I'm concerned about, you know, your physical health. You know, and and likewise, the people who have problems with receiving criticism are the people that don't have any friends around them that will be honest with them. They're surrounded by people that will kiss up and pander to everything that they have, that they do. And, you know, just a bunch of yes men. They're in an echo chamber that Everybody agrees with what they're doing and they don't have any pushback. They never have to deal with any type of pushback from the people around them. And so they think that, well, my circle of friends thinks it's great. So obviously other people will think it's great. My friends are okay with the fact that I'm overweight. So obviously if somebody else has a problem with it, they just that's just, you know, they're just an awful person. Listen, it's a reason why the name of this podcast is Uncommon Sense. And I just hope and pray that wherever you are and wherever you're listening to this, that you will understand that we live in a society where, you know, it's still okay to disagree with somebody. You can disagree with somebody and still love them. You can disagree with somebody and still be cool with them. You can not agree with somebody's lifestyle or the choices that they make and still be cool with them as long as they know that it's not okay and that they need to make some changes. And the thing of it is, man, I honestly, I think Lizzo knows, I think when she gets home and she gets by herself and she's trying to climb up some stairs or she's trying to, you know, anything, any activity that causes, you know, any type of exertion on the body, I think it's a great effort for her. And I know within her heart that she knows that it would be easy for her if she didn't have all that weight to carry. And I believe that she knows that she needs to lose it. You know, so listen, I, I just I pray that she'll have a change of heart and she won't let, you know, social media keep her in the position that she's in because they won't be satisfied until she has some weight related illness that comes over her. I just pray that that doesn't happen. But I mean, hey, if it is, it's the life that she chose. And I hope that she'll just make better choices. And I hope that we'll get to a society where, you know, people who are in creative spaces that are serving up their creativity to the public when the public doesn't want to consume it. That they'll just go back to the drawing board and say, you know what, maybe I shouldn't have, I should have kept that one back and, you know, try to come up with something else instead of just saying that everybody else sucks. So I'll leave you with that. Uh, Thank you for listening again. Thank you for tapping in. Shout out to all of the new listeners. Uh, If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at uncommonsensewithkt at gmail.com. And listen, whatever you do, wherever you go, just remember. Common sense is uncommon. Peace.